BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hi, I'm PJ Horosco, and I'm here with best-selling author Giles Milton. Hi, Giles. Hi there, PJ. And this is Unknown History, a podcast full of quirky tales from the past, which will help you pretend you paid attention in history class. So I'm really interested in the story of how Agatha Christie disappeared. Can you tell me more? This is a completely bizarre story, PJ. It's one that Agatha Christie really could have written herself. It was um, 9.30 in the evening on Friday the 3rd of December 1926. And Agatha Christie, she leaves her home, kisses her daughter goodbye, gets in her car and drives away. And she is not seen for another 11 days. Um, This triggers the most massive manhunt or womanhunt in British history, involving the government, involving the police, involving all the media. What had happened to Agatha Christie? They, They very quickly discovered her car, which had been abandoned, but Agatha Christie herself had simply disappeared. For 11 days, it was pure speculation. I know you say in the story that uh, Agatha Christie would never talk about why she left or what happened when she disappeared, but surely the media was swarming her after she was finally found. What did Christie say to reporters when they asked her about that time? Well, here's the bizarre thing. She claimed that she had no idea what had happened in those missing 11 days. And, you know, there were thousands of police working on this case, trying to find her. And not only police, they called in um, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Um, They called in Dorothy L. Sayers, you know, two of the leading crime writers, to see if they could perhaps work out what had happened to her. And the only thing we actually know for sure is that Agatha Christie, bizarrely, she checked into a hotel in Harrogate on the east coast of England under an assumed name, and the assumed name she'd chosen was that of her husband's mistress. So what had happened to her? Well, I'm not sure that even Hercule Poirot or Miss Marple would be able to solve this mystery. Um, And and many um, people, writers, um, crime writers, have tried to work out what she might have been doing during this time or what might have triggered this. And the only thing they can think of is that she was profoundly, extremely depressed and had gone into this sort of weird psychogenic trance so that she herself wasn't really aware of what she was doing. Certainly, as you say, she was numerous people asked numerous questions of her afterwards um, and, and she never came up with any convincing answers. It remains one of the greatest mysteries. Uh, she herself created the, the greatest mystery about herself. You mentioned that Arthur Conan Doyle was involved in the case, and I know that he was involved with the occult and that that was sort of an obsession of his. Uh, Can you explain to our listeners who might not know the background on that, what his deal was? Yeah, he was fascinated in all this para-spiritual and paranormal business. And he thought that maybe if he took an item of um, Agatha Christie's clothing to... um, to a medium that they might be able to find out somehow where she was. So he took one of her gloves to this medium, um, hoping that it would reveal, you know, her whereabouts. Of course, not surprisingly to cynics like myself, it revealed precisely nothing. You know, when she was found, uh, did Christie really think she was her husband's mistress? 
I mean, I know she never talked about it, but uh, I wonder if she took on a whole new identity or maybe she was just in a trance and didn't know who she was. I mean, this is just the most bizarre element of the story is that she checked into the hotel under the name of her husband's mistress and claiming not to remember doing it. We, we just don't know what, what was going on in her head. She was obviously profoundly depressed, uh, very confused. Uh, and her husband was, uh, you know, he was a pretty disreputable character, philanderer. He had a string of mistresses. And in fact, very soon afterwards, she divorced him and happily met a, a much nicer guy. Um, why she checked in under his mistress's name, we just don't know. Thanks, Giles. For more quirky history tales like this one, check out Giles' newest book, When Hitler Took Cocaine and Lenin Lost His Brain, available now at all book retailers. You can listen to more Unknown History on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or quickanddirtytips.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms, and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.